All right, we are ready for a little week one preview. Cannot wait for the NFL season to start. Appreciate everyone joining us who's listening to this hour podcast. This is a live Twitter space here on Thursday, getting ready for the big kickoff. And Nick Mazesco should be joining us shortly. We'll be going through all the games, uh, including the one tonight, and we'll get down to each and every one of the games. And, of course, my good friend Nick Mazesco joining me as always. Uh, who's been a busy man, been a traveling man, and been, I'm going to say all around the world, Nick, but at least halfway around the world. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you making that trip to London before the NFL does. Yeah, I, I make the trip to London and the Queen passes away, so I just want to point out it's not my fault. I didn't do anything. Uh, certainly, we, uh, we, we, we pass our condolences on to everybody in the United Kingdom. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, long trip and um, a whole lot of flying. Um, that makes every flight from Detroit to San Francisco look short. <laughs> yeah, that's a long one. I think uh, the longest flight I ever took to London, I think, was L.A. So L.A. to London. Oh God! Um, they actually Virgin gave me that as an Atlantic. option. They gave me an option of that flying from Phoenix. They're like, "Well, you can connect through JFK, or you can connect through LAX." And I was like, "I prefer JFK. Thank you." You made the correct choice. Yeah, I'll, but really JFK sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. the airports ain't not great, but but it was a, way better for flight times. Well, let's jump to it, man. Tonight's game uh, is, is quite a kickoff to the NFL season. Um, was a couple years back, we had Bears Packers, and that was like a cool little um, like natural rivalry. But I think now that the NFL seems to be giving the Super Bowl champs sort of the nod as having this opening game. And um, I think if it was a rematch, it might not be as intriguing of a game as the Buffalo Bills come to Los Angeles. That's how high I am on the Bills. I Here's the thing. This game has some interesting storylines. And I was literally just sitting with friends talking about this game tonight. The first thing that I can't get over, and listen, you and I are both, we talked to our previews, we talked about how big we are on the Bills, and I think the Bills are going to be very good. But I think it is wild that the Bills are traveling all the way across the country to Los Angeles to take on the defending Super Bowl champions on their Super Bowl champion night, where they're going to be raising banners and there's going to be a lot of emotion in that building, even though it's L.A. that kind of cares about football. And the Rams are a two-and-a-half-point home dog. That seems ridiculous to me. I like the Bills. But, Scott, can you please tell me, uh, look at both of these teams. Tell me the position groups that the Bills have a clear advantage in because I'm pretty much at quarterback. I think Allen's better than Stafford. I think the Bills, they don't have a better running back room. I'll take Cam Akers over any one of the three bums that are going to be carrying it in in (laughs) Buffalo. Well, their best running back is also Allen. Yeah. I'm taking, like, I like Stephon Diggs, but I'm taking the – Cooper Cup, and by the way, uh, Allen Robinson has a very interesting um, a chance to revitalize his career that was murdered by Matt Nagy. Um, they have similar offensive lines. The Rams still have Aaron Donald, and they still got Jalen Ramsey out there. I think I get the Bills' defense is very good, but the Rams' defense is very good, and the defending champs. How are they two-and-a-half-point dogs? I mean, I think that's how much you know the odds makers are in love with these this, this Rams team. Um, to me, the only difference 
that the Rams have is they've, you know, Von Miller is now on the, going to be on the other side of the ball tonight. Do you, do you think that's worth any points? Do you think that's worth any change? I mean, this is, uh, this is an older player that certainly can still give you flashes in the pan, but I don't think he's worth two and a half points on the road. No, I, I, I don't. I mean, I like Von Miller. I think Von Miller was great eight years ago. He's, he's certainly getting up there. I mean, you look at the, the numbers that are coming in. 57% of the bets right now are on the Bills. 64% of the money is on the Bills. That's why that number is where it is because the, the public's on it. But Sharps are on the Rams right now. Um, and that's my thing is that, like, listen, I think these Bills are really good. But the, the cross-country flight on a Thursday night, I guess it's not middle of the season. So Thursday night doesn't mean quite as much. But the cross-country flight going up against Super Bowl champs on a day where they're going to be coming out with a whole lot of emotion. I'm leaning Rams in this one. I think the Rams going to come out with a – with. by the way, this is a team that won the Super Bowl losing Odell Beckham in the middle of that Super Bowl game, still came out and won that game. They lose Robert Wood. They they go to Allen Robinson, who when Allen Robinson is healthy – you know this is a Bears fan. Allen Robinson oh, by, by far. That's I think a lot of Allen fantasy Robinson people will start him tonight. Yeah. I, I do too, and I and I sit there and I go. I'm excited to see Cam Akers, who was a beast at Florida State, looked really good early season last year. Then had that I was an Achilles or an ACL, and misses the rest of last season. They had to go with Daryl Henderson the rest of the year, who is fine. He is he is by all definitions. Critics have said he is a running back. Um, so they have a lot of motivation there, plus the motivation of seeing Von Miller on the other side, um, and. Aaron Donald, he came back for this year. You remember there was all that talk about Aaron Donald's going to retire after winning that Super Bowl. He comes back this year. He's motivated. Jalen Ramsey's motivated. I, I don't know. I lean Rams in this one. But to me, Scott, I, I think this game is low scoring. Uh, not 6-3. But this to me screams 20-17 to 17 game. This doesn't – I don't think they're getting to 35s because these defenses are really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about the offensive line play for the Bills tonight. Um, the question is, and this quarterback ridden NFL is, is Allen worth five extra points or something like that? You know, because you usually give plus three to the home team. Uh, and then you look at two, you know, two and a half to the bills. I mean, they're basically, (laughs) they're basically saying that it's like a six point swing, and, and that's what, mm-hmm. you know, some of the favorites out there um, have the Bills winning this. I, I don't know. I think it's sort of a push. But I, I could very easily <sighs> see, you know, maybe the Rams coming in and maybe a bit too emotional, right? Well, how, you know, what kind of dynasty is this going to be, right? Are they a one-and-done Rams? Or is this a defense that's willing to come back and, and kind of have that same hunger? Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, it certainly is a possibility. Um, I think the other things that are X factor in this game is don't forget Brian Dable, who masterminded this offense, is gone now. They are with a first-time offensive coordinator in former Miami Hurricanes legend Ken Dorsey leading the offense. And you do wonder my, – my question with the Bills is a team that was much maligned last year for not having a running back, not having a straightforward running back and Josh Allen – literally being a part of 85% of their offensive plays. Do they sit there tonight and go, listen, week one, we need to set a tone and actually run the damn ball and get our running backs going and not have Josh Allen take hits from the the Rams 
defense that wants to just hit you and hit you in the mouth. And I think if that's, that's their game plan, it is an advantage Rams because there is nobody in that running room. They, they've got Daryl Singletary. They've got Zach Moss, who I was not impressed with last year, and they bring in the rookie James Cook. Nobody in that room has proven that they can be a, a, a workhorse back. And you got Ken Dorsey leading that offense. And, oh, right, who's on the other side? Oh, they still got Sean McVay over there, the <laughs> guy who I was – I hear he's pretty good. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I sit there and I go, if, if, I'm, if I'm capping this and I'm looking at this game tonight, I'm hammering. I'm hammering the, the, the plus two and a half for the Rams. And I'm sprinkling on that money line, which is that plus money right now, and going Super Bowl champs at home to open up the season. I like the Bills a lot. I think the Bills are probably – are the favorites in the clubhouse to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, but this is a tough test to open the season with. Yeah, I'm excited though. I mean, if they keep picking matchups like this to kick off the NFL season, I think that's what's so great about college football, right? I mean, certainly the the Georgia and Oregon, uh, the game didn't live up to the hype, uh, but you know, certainly you as a Buckeyes fan. Uh, against the Irish at the NFL needs in the morning that kind of stuff. in London. Uh, that was a game that I did not like staying up till 4 a.m. watching. That was way too stressful for my trip. Yeah. Well, well, shoot, I had Clemson and Georgia Tech. At one point, it was 14 to 10. Ooh. And I was going, what the heck am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They figured it out. Uh, yeah, Dabo figured it out. I, Elaine, by the way, DJ looked a lot better in that second half. He looked yeah. a lot better. Yeah, he's lost 30 pounds, but he's a, he, he's such a stagnant robot. We can't get on to college football because we'll certainly be here all night. You want to uh, move through some of these week one games for those that uh, certainly are listening um, on our podcast and yeah, listening sure. on a Friday morning going, are they going to continue to talk about a game that happened last night and how wrong they were? By the way, I'm picking we're, the Bills. By I'm picking the Rams, six. so one of us is going to be right. One of yes. us is going to be correct, you podcast listeners who says we're wrong. Somebody's going to be correct. I'm liking somewhere in the 27-21 kind of uh, kind of matchup. I, I just I'm I'm really high on Josh Allen, and um, mm-hmm. hopefully he can live up to the hype. Um, even though someone asked me the other day, would I take Allen or Justin Herbert? And I paused for a long time. I was like, man. <laughs> I said, I That's don't a tough know. call. I mean, I Herbert's think right now I'm taking good. Allen, but I, yeah. I'm a, you know me, I'm a big Herbert guy. And I think we could be talking end of this year. That conversation might be a lot different uh, depending on what the Chargers can do. I mean, if, if he, if Justin Herbert can get the Chargers to the playoffs in that murderer's row of a division and lead that team with, to a playoff win, uh, we're going to be talking about Justin Herbert as a, as a top five quarterback. Well, these next couple of games, we'll not be talking about future Hall of Fame quarterbacks. We can get off uh, that train real quick. We got the Saints, the fighting Jameis Winstons at the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, Marcus Mariota, I saw him at the game. Um, I don't think it's – I think him watching that uh, Oregon game, I think it's going to be just as rough uh, being out there on the field for Atlanta this season. Let's see, I, I'm interested to see how long they keep Marcus Mariota out there. By the way, the Saints just—they're—they're—they're they're, they're five and a half in this one. I think it's—I think it's more. I think they win this thing by—I don't know—16 points or so. Yeah, I, I mean, I am all on the Saints in this one. Um, interesting thing to watch: uh, Michael Thomas limited in practice. Obviously, still coming off that injury that he didn't play the entirety of last year with. We'll see if Thomas plays. They've got some young wide receivers. You know, I'm big on Buckeyes, so Gris Olave. 
Um, they, they took in the first round. Will he uh, make an impact tonight? Alvin Kamara, who looked like was getting suspended, now isn't with the appeal. Um, I think he's going to be the X factor. I got the Saints big in this one. I think it's a two touchdown game. The, the Falcons, bless you, Falcons fans. Your team is putrid, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry that Calvin Ridley put fifteen hundred dollars on a parlay and got caught. Um, but there's just there's not a lot to like about this Falcons team. It's going to be a rough year. We, yeah, if you watch our preview, it's not pretty. Um, no, nope. but yeah, I, I got the Saints winning this one big. Yeah, it's uh, hopefully most of them are Georgia Bulldog fans uh, because uh, Sundays are not going to be pretty in Atlanta. This Cleveland-Carolina game. No, thank you. Pass. I mean, have you seen this line? Half a point? The Cleveland Browns favored by half a point in (laughs) Carolina? Yeah, give give me the Panthers. Listen, I'm a Browns fan for the first 11 games, and then I'll find another team to root for. Um Listen, I I understand the the Panthers have some fatal flaws. Uh, don't get me wrong, their offensive line. I know they shored up in the draft, but still is a question mark. That defense, I don't even know who's out there anymore. Um, they they've got a lot of question marks out there. But the Browns have lost sixteen straight openers. I don't. They're not good at opening games for some reason. Um, I think we're gonna get a heavy dose of Chubb and Hunt. But I think Baker Mayfield is going to have a point to prove. He is healthy. He is going to want to beat the Browns by a thousand. I think it's going to be a close game, but I like the Panthers by a field goal uh, at home to open up the season and uh, to make the Browns regret what they did and how they treated Baker Mayfield at the end of his tenure. I, I, I don't hate that. I, I think it. I think it might even be a touchdown win. Uh, yeah, could be for the Panthers, twenty-four sure. seventeen, something like that. Um, and I'm a big DJ way, Moore guy too. I like DJ Moore, and I think he can be really good with a guy like Baker Mayfield. I don't really know personally how to handle this Deshaun Watson situation. But me neither. But watching yeah. the Clemson game and seeing all those people in the crowd, including women, wearing the number four jerseys of Deshaun yep. Watson's past, I, weird, huh? I, I don't know how to take that. By the way, Steve Fuller originally wore number four. It was retired, by the way. Deshaun Watson wore a retired number uh, on special permission from Steve Fuller for that season. Yeah, I bet he's regretting that one now. Um, yeah, so it's tough because, like, you, you'll never really know, right? You'll never yeah. really know um, what happened. <laughs> um, but uh, it certainly doesn't look good, and it might not look good for Cleveland oh. on the opening weekend. Moving along, 49ers at Bears. Speaking of continuing bad quarterbacks, Oof. Um, Trey Lance, though. Um, mm-hmm. Both that chance for him to show something. Really, for both of these quarterbacks, this is a huge chance to show what they have. Uh, yeah, um, it will be interesting. Uh, it's a battle of two quarterbacks that well, Justin Fields, we will see. This is a good opportunity for him. New head coach, Matt Eberflus, comes in. I'm excited to see what Fields can do. Not really sure who he's throwing to. It's Darnell Mooney, and I think it's just Darnell Mooney. Cole Komet plays, but he's okay. Um, Komet's not bad. He's not bad. They've got a good running back. uh, David Montgomery is a very solid back. But this 49ers team is going to go as as Trey Lance goes. And obviously they've got the head coach, uh, Kyle Shanahan, a great head coach. But, man, this front office and – John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are 
this is their, you know, Aaron Rodgers. They 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 throw Brett Favre out. They give to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wins them a Super Bowl. The Packers look brilliant. I don't know if that's going to happen with Trey. There's Lennon. not an Listen, Aaron Rodgers going to be on the field. <laughs> no, no, and and, and no. from what I have seen from Trey Lance. He hasn't played a lot, but he has played. He has started games, and from what I've seen, he's not very good. Um, nope. Now, could he possibly get better from, you know, obviously reps and playing for a while? Yes, but this is an opening game. Um, he does get the benefit, though, of playing the Bears. I like the 49ers to win this game um, uh, in Chicago on the road, but I think the Bears cover. I, I do. It's a six-and-a-half-point spread. That's a big spread, um, especially in the, in the National Football League, especially in week one. And I know the Bears spread. just – it's a huge spread, and I just don't – they've still got Debo for sure. Don't get me wrong. They've got a, a, a running back room led by Elijah Mitchell who came on last year. I just don't know if the 49ers win this game by a touchdown. I, this feels more like a three, four-point game to me um, in Chicago. I think the Bears are going to want to show out with their new head coach to their, their home crowd. Justin Fields has a point to make. Um, I like the Bears to cover, but I think the 49ers still go out and win this game. That's the only way the Bears win this game is based on momentum. Yeah. If they could come out here and Justin Fields starts throwing the peel, pill around the yard, you know, Montgomery's running hard, that Bears defense. Anytime the Bears have a great defense, the crowd's going to get behind you. It's just the monsters of the midway factor is big. I don't think it's there. I'm a longtime Bears fan. Uh, Walter Payton was my hero. Shout but I think us. they lose by 10, 24 hey, I, 14. Is- I will say this. I don't – this to me um, – and i got to look what they have it out. The over-under is right now at 40. I lean the under in this game for sure. This to oh, me screams, screams 20 to 17, 17, 14. These offenses might not score a whole lot. So I'm, I would absolutely lean the under. I know that Vegas doesn't want you to take the under because they put it so low at 40. That's very low. But I'm That's not sure really if these low. offenses – move the ball, and that 49ers defense is very good. Nick Bosa out there, Fred Warner, like it's a very good defense. Um, but, yeah, I think the, I, I, if I were to, to pick a score for this one, I think the 49ers win this game 20-14 to 14 and cover that six. That six and a half gets covered by the Bears. The AFC champs, uh, they host the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers plus 6.5. <laughs> yeah, the Mitch Trubisky era starts in Pittsburgh. He is starting. Um uh, by the way, I saw a tweet that was, how bad do you feel for Mason Rudolph? Which is none, because I think Mason Rudolph has the most punchable face in the league. But Mason Rudolph was the number two on the death chart last year. The only two quarterbacks ahead of him, uh, the only quarterbacks on the roster last year, one retired and one actively died. And he's now the third quarterback on the roster. So not looking great for Mason. Um, six and a half, big point spread for Pittsburgh. It's in Cincinnati. I got the Bengals winning this one by 10. I, I think they're just, they are far and away better. The only thing that's going to keep Pittsburgh in this game is their defense. TJ Watt is still an absolute monster. The, the, in my estimation, the second best edge rusher in the league um, at left outside linebacker, their defense is going to be what leads them. But that offense, no more Juju. It's Deontay Johnson leading that team. We will find out if George Pickens is a real wide receiver or if he just looked really good against fifth corners. Um, but I, I think the Bengals uh, – I think that Bengals wide receiving room, in my estimation, is the best wide receiving room in the league. I, I, think, I think Jamar Pickens Chase is, is good. Be, and T. Higgins is good. I think Pickens is going to be really good. I just think I too. it's going to take a couple seasons for, to get some consistency. So young. Uh, you know, the interesting thing, Joe Burrow's got some um, – you know, he's been dealing with some, some nagging injuries here. So 
had that uh, no emergency doubt. appendectomy. Um, yeah. That was weird. But also don't forget, they've still got – and it gets overlooked because of Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Joe Mixon is a top seven back in the league. He's really good. And having that sort of weapon to be able to run the ball and go with that game script or to air the ball out is as dangerous of a team as you can get. I think T. Higgins is, is, is pretty legit as well. But I think you're going to have a close game uh, to, to open up the season. It just That's how it goes down in the AFC North. Yeah. I'm yeah. still saying uh, uh, Bengals by – give me 27-20 over the Steelers. Okay. Yeah, I think it's fair enough. Oh, the team that you've been kind of high on, the Detroit Lions, uh, the Eagles are minus four. Yeah. Um, I, I do. I think this Lions team is going to be better than people think they are. I, I think this is a, a Lions team that's going to be in that six to eight win range. Um, they certainly can make some noise in an NFC North that is declining with the, the Bears and the Packers are going to be a big question mark. Um, they get their opening game at home. But if there's a team that I'm just as big on as the Lions, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and I know being big on a team from the NFC East is like being big on a, uh, uh, a Kool-Aid bowl that's been spiked with cyanide. Um, but I really, really like this, how this Eagles team attacked the offseason. Bring in A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith at wide receiver. Jalen Hurts, you have all the weapons out there that you could possibly want at wide receiver, and Dallas Goddard, who's a really good tight end. Question mark. Is the running back room Miles Sanders zero touchdowns last year for the Penn State grad? Um, they've also got Kenneth Gainwell, who the Eagles were pretty big on last year and got a lot of touches. Don't know what that's going to look like for the Lions. Oh, completely reworked wide receiver room, even though they won't have Jamison Williams. Um, they are going to have uh, that new signing in DJ Chark out there, who I think was really good in Jacksonville when he was healthy. Um, but they got baby hands, Jared Goff. They've got a good running back with DeAndre Swift. Uh, four point spread's kind of a weird number. I think the Lions cover that four. This, this to me, it's week one in the NFL. I like the Lions to cover, but I think the Eagles win um, on the road um, 24-21. Wow. Uh, I, I, think, I think they don't cover. I got the Eagles 28-17. That's, that's my feeling in that one. I'll believe it when I see it when it comes to Detroit. Let's but Dan Campbell, hard knocks. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, hard knocks. Usually teams that are on hard knocks do really good. (laughs) (laughs) Colts and Texans. They're giving the Texans a touchdown. Generous, huh? Generous. Uh, (laughs) That's a generous touchdown. Um, Listen, I I don't – the Texans have some pieces that are not bad. Uh, Davis Mills was, for all intents and purposes, one of the better rookie quarterbacks last year. I don't think he's that bad. Um, and Brandon and he might be the fun. future Matt Ryan. 100%. Um, and Brandon Cooks is still a solid wide receiver. That's pretty much where the positive things about the Houston Texans uh, end. Um, so good luck. Um, I Colts, I feel like I'm listening to everybody, Colts are either you think this Colts team is really, really good or you think this Colts team is as mid as any team could possibly be. Um I I personally lean on the side of I think that the um, the Colts are really good. I think this this is a game. If you're looking daily fantasy, I know he's going to be in the twelve thousand dollar salary range. I'm starting Jonathan Taylor, no doubt, on Sunday because I think he's going to have a huge game. game. He could be he could go for one eighty and three touchdowns. That's how good with that offensive line that they have, and they're going to just hand him the ball and let him go. They've got Matt Ryan at the helm. 
wide receiver room, a little question mark, Scott. Michael Pittman, we're going to find out if he can be a number one. But I think the Colts win this game, and this to me is a 31-7 to game. This game is a blowout to me. Well, we already, we've already talked about they're going to get a lot of wins inside the division. Can they beat the other good teams in the conference? Yeah. That's going to be the big difference. Patriots and Dolphins. Dolphins are minus three and a half. Oh, boy. Uh, two teams that I have very polar opposite opinions on. I think the Patriots are not that good. Mac Jones is, is a, a bottom 15 quarterback. I don't care what anyone says. Um, I hear you, Boston. You're already yelling at me. Uh, Tyler By Davis the way, is in my, in my, my Madden franchise, we always got to get some Madden news in there. Both of these quarterbacks lit me up. Uh, they didn't win the game or anything, but these guys were throwing at like 90 percentile Jeez. completions. And I'm like, well, all right, all right, you're hurting Jones me over is, here. Mac Jones is going to compete 90% of his passes <laughs> when they all are three yards in front of him. And Tua um, might be the same way. Exactly. Um, I got the Dolphins in this one at home, thank God, for the Dolphins. Uh, I think they cover that spread. I think it's a touchdown win for the Dolphins. I love that wide receiving room with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell. I think uh, Mike Gusecki might be the breakout player of the year. I think he's really good. I loved watching him at Penn State. I think he was a beast. And for he the was Patriots good last year, so I just think it's going to. Yeah. I think it's just going to be even better. I just have no idea who the Patriots wide receivers are. Honestly, that wide receiving room is Jacoby Myers, the rookie Tyquan Thornton, who was a reach. They reached for that offensive lineman in the first round that had a third to Terrible draft by the Patriots. I mean, but they've proven draft. us wrong in the past. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, again, the Bill Belichick factor is real. Um, All but, those guys uh, are future Hall of Famers, and we have no idea. Yeah, no idea. No clue. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm big on this Dolphins team, and they still have. What people forget is the Dolphins still have what might be the best one-two combo at cornerback with Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. Um, I think they have a great – I mean, I, I, I'm really high on the defense. Yeah, very um, high. And I actually think I, they have a better defense than the Patriots, which is saying something. Which is saying something with how they built it. I, I got the Dolphins this one. This one, uh, to me, I think the Dolphins win this game by 10 points. I'm with you, uh, 24-17, something like that. I definitely think the Dolphins cover and more. Uh, Ravens and Jets, uh, much like the Texans, are giving the Jets a touchdown. It'll be uh, Joe you, Flacco, by the way. Against his former team, if that gets Check you excited down. to wake up. <laughs> Check down Joe. Who doesn't love the, the big Delaware Blue Hen? Um, listen, this game, I I still – we did our preview, Scott. Yep. I, I just don't under – the number of people who have the Ravens at 11 and 12 wins, I don't see it. And I maybe my blinders are on as a Browns fan who watched Lamar Jackson on Thursday night football against the Browns last year throw five interceptions against a Browns team that was all over the place. I don't think he's that good. He's got this contract thing he's sitting over no his head. He's got no weapons. He and he's got weapon. Devin Duvernay and Rashad Bateman are his wide receivers. He's got Mark Andrews, don't get me wrong, top four yep. tight end. Yep. Their no running question. back room is a mess. J.K. Dobbins, I don't know if you saw clips of him in practice. He's still limping. Like, he doesn't look healthy. And so, I think the Ravens win this game. I The Jets losing uh, their left tackle um, at the in, in training camp is brutal. Um, out for the year with uh, what he had a, a, a ACL. I think the Ravens win this game, but I'm going to go out on a limb. I think the Jets covered. That seven points is huge. I, and, I'm with uh, you on that. Like, I'm not a, you know, obviously I work with the NFL and all that. Like, um, we like to put these numbers out here for a little bit of entertainment purposes, but I, I do think the Jets covered, right? And I'm not sure 
that this doesn't come down to a fourth quarter kick for either yeah. team. Justin Tucker. Um, you know, I still think the Ravens are probably going to win it by a field goal. Yeah, I, I do too. And I, I, something to point out, listen, Joe Flacco is who he is. And we all know he's not – I mean, nobody's sitting there getting excited about Joe Flacco. But there's one thing Joe Flacco never really did. It's turn the ball over. He is a nope. checkdown artist that's going to play very conservatively. And because of that, being able to keep the ball out of the hands of the Ravens offense is how the Jets are going to stay in this game. And I am excited. The one thing I'm excited about the Jets, I'm excited to see Brees Hall running back out of Iowa State. That dude is a weapon – both taking the handoff and out of the backfield. And Joe loves throwing the halfback. So I think the Jets keep this one close, but uh, I'm not I'm not that crazy to sit there and say they win this game. Jaguars plus two and a half at the Commanders. And if you're you know, just tuning into the NFL, that's the team from Washington. Uh, if you're watching this game, um, congratulations on being one of the four fans. Um, I this game is the one you are a degenerate. I, if you're oh not my. a fan of either of these teams and you're watching this one, just please send us a message on Twitter because we we just want to talk with you. Yeah, this is a game. <laughs> Make sure that, you're um, okay. <laughs> at Scott Hansen in NFL Red Zone. Even when these teams score, they're not flipping over to it. Nobody wants to watch this game. Um, I, I uh, Jacksonville two and a half point dogs on the road. You look at sort of the trends for this one, 63% of the bets and 80% of the money right now is on Jacksonville um, to take down the Commanders. Commanders sit there. they got Carson Wentz now at quarterback. Um, Terry McLaurin at, at, at wide receiver. Sort of a fun wide receiver room out there. That's um, yeah, scary. No Young, awesome. He's great. And no Chase Young, though. Um, that defense takes a big hit with no Chase Young. Still got Montez Sweat out there. Um, this, this, to me, Scott, this is kind of my – it's not a big one, but this is kind of my upset special. I think the I think win Jags this win this thing. Yep. I, I don't know. I think Trevor Lawrence with the quarterback whisperer, Doug Peterson coaching that team. And by the way, I mean, I know you're going to love this. Robinson's Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne, yeah, though. going to have to have a big game. And I think he has the tools to really be a difference maker on this team. Um, they have lots of question marks, but, man, Washington is in shambles. Um, that, by the way, uh, from everything I've heard, that stadium is awful. FedEx Field in, in Washington is just a horrible place. And they have a horrible owner, and I'm not rooting for Dan Snyder, so go Jags. <laughs> go Jags, 21-17. Uh, I got the Jags a little bit of upset over D.C. Uh, moving along here, uh, New York Giants plus five and a half at the Titans, a team we are not high on at all. And no one's Gross. high on the Giants, except for those that are high. Here's the interesting thing. Right now, five-and-a-half point spread, 46% of the bets on the New York Giants, but 84% of the money is on the Giants. Sharps, everybody is on the Giants in this game to cover. I'm with them. I think the Giants cover. Um, do they beat the Titans? It's going to all come down to whether they can stop Derrick Henry um, because that is the Titans' only offense. Ryan Tannehill is throwing to you, me, and a cardboard cutout of – Eddie George. I don't. Really Where are the receivers, on. by the way? Just we uh, have so many of these talks in the NFL about mm-hmm. uh, terrible receiver rooms. Where are they? Mm-hmm. Um, their wide receivers are Nate Westbrook Akine. Yeah, I excited about that one. Excited about about Jeff Swaim. Um, these all have arena <laughs> arena bowl <laughs> written all over them. <laughs> Uh, who saying. you got winning this ball game? You think the Titans uh, pull it out here? I, I mean, this could be another upset city. To me, 
five and a half is a weird number in Vegas. You, you know more than anybody. Five and a half is that number that you go, Ugh, I don't love this. I'm going to take the Titans in this one at home. Um, but I, this to me is going to be a fourth quarter game. Um, I just here, the, your X factor in this game. If the New York Giants are going to pull off the upset, two words: Saquon Barkley. If Barkley can get back to any level that he was two years ago, the Giants win. This well, game. yeah, they not do. last year because he was on my fantasy team, and it, yeah, it was year. the worst fantasy season I've ever had. Ooh for doodles! Um, uh, I also drafted behind an auto draft guy, and I told the league I will not awful. be back next year, and I was not back. Next I'm so year. sorry. <laughs> I think the Giants have a good shot to win this game. Um, uh, Forty-three which, and a half over under. Uh, under. These are two teams that want to run the ball, and yeah, they're going to run what the ball I think too. I think the I think the under uh, to me, is, is this, smashing success. Yeah, it's it's going to be not a lot of possessions. It's going to be a, a a game one in the trenches. Um, I just don't trust that Giants O line a whole lot. Andrew Thomas has got to take a big step forward for them um, and really solidify himself. Uh, give me the Titans in this one, honestly. Like seventeen, fourteen, fourteen, ten, something like that. Gross. Yeah, I saw somebody out there say twenty-eight to twenty-seven a tight one. I was like, I was like, there is those those points aren't going to happen. I mean, this is an expert. I don't want to throw his name under the bus here on the show, but uh, I think the Ooh. Titans find a way to win this one. But I would not be surprised to see the Giants win by a field goal. Yeah, by the way, like you talk about how bad the Titans wide receiving room is. How bad is the Giants wide receiving room? No, it's Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Toney. No, thank you. I'll pass. Uh, And they've been bad for a while. Yeah. Uh, Not since Odell Beckham was there. Uh, They haven't had a wide receiver. No, it's been it's it's been a long, long time. Kansas City Chiefs minus six and a half at the Cardinals out in your neck of the woods. This is actually a really intriguing game to me. Yeah, this number has moved a lot. It's been down to five and a half, up to six and a half, um, depending on where you're betting it. I've seen it at five and a half in places. I've seen it at six and a half on FanDuel. Um, Kansas City right now getting the majority of the bets and the money. Um, I've, I've got the Chiefs in this one, even though I'm not big on this this Chiefs wide receiver room of Juju Smith, number two-ster, and uh, Corbett Corbett, <laughs> and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Um, this Cardinals team isn't going to have D-Hop for six games. And we saw what the Cardinals look like without D-Hop. And now they don't have Christian Kirk, who even though I'm not – I the $17 million Christian Kirk got a year in Jacksonville is baffling. And a uh, credit to Trent Baalke for proving himself to be a complete moron. Um, I just – I don't know who's out there. It's going to be Rondale Moore for the, the Cardinals. They have James Conner, who really looked good last year. Um, I think losing Chase Edmonds in that team is also a big loss for them. He was really nice to spell James Conner last year. Now he is, by the way, in Miami. Another interesting back out there. Um, I think Chiefs win this game. I think Chiefs cover this game. It's touchdown. Um, I think this one is going to be high scoring. Um, it, not a lot of them this week, but this one to me, I, I got the Chiefs in this one. Give it to me uh, 31-24. Yeah, I'm in that 30-21 to 21 Chiefs uh, victory. Uh, kind of feeling there for the Kansas City Chiefs, even on the road. By also, the way, no more Chandler your... Jones. Nope. By the way, nope. um, I'm going to ask your predictions at uh, Super Bowl predictions, MVP predictions uh, at the end of the uh, the program, yeah. and we'll see. We'll, awesome. we'll see nice how shot. bad we are uh, yeah. about 25 weeks from now. Vegas taking on the Chargers minus three. This is another game that I will just have my eyes on because for mm-hmm. some reason. First of all, 
Uh, I want to see Hunter Renfro play. But, uh, you know, th- these Raiders have picked up a, a little bit of talent, Devontae Adams. And, of course, the Chargers, if they can stay healthy, uh, they're going to be uh, a, a really big push in this crazy division that we call the AFC West, which is kind of the Wild West show. I'm not sure a team gets out of there with 10 wins, uh, but whoever gets out of there and wins the division title gets that coveted playoff spot might be one of the teams that has a chance to win it all. Yeah, this is, an, I mean, again, a, a weird number. Uh, seen it at three and a half some places for the Chargers. Uh, at home in SoFi, um, 49% of the money, 49% of the bet, 77% of the money currently on the Las Vegas Raiders to cover three and a half. At three and a half, I like the cover for the, the Raiders. At two and a half, I like the cover for the Chargers. This is a field goal game to me in every sense of the word. Um, but, Scott, you know, I'm big on this Chargers team. I think they have the best defense in the AFC. I think Justin Herbert is a star. I think they have a wide receiving room that many would kill for with Keenan Allen, who I still think is somehow underrated, and Mike Williams so who's primed underrated. for a big No one year. ever talks about the guy. He always ends up, like, you look at wide receiver rankings, Keenan Allen ends up around 10, sometimes outside of the top at 10. And I'm like, you watch him play. He's great. Um, and Mike Williams just got that big contract, and they have a weapon in Austin Eckler, who is the X factor in this game. He could go for four touchdowns um, as, a, as a running back and catching Former, on the backfield. Uh, Practice squad, special teams, practice squad guy. Like, yeah. Even yeah. worse than the practice squad. Yeah, and, and listen, the Raiders got improved a lot this year. Obviously, bringing Devontae Adams makes your team a whole lot better. Josh Jacobs, when he's healthy, is really good. Darren Waller is a top five tight end. I think it's going to take a couple of weeks for the Raiders to find out yeah. what they can really be from a fire, you know, from a firepower perspective. So give me the Chargers in this one by 10. I'm saying I, somewhere I, around – 31-21. Here's my question. How much do you, as somebody who has watched this league a lot, believe yep. in Josh McDaniels? Because <laughs> I don't. Does my laugh tell you yeah, how I feel? I know. The, how's that Belichick coaching tree? Not great. Um, no. I feel like it's bring your kid to work day for all these guys that used to work for Belichick. Yeah, right. Right. Um, this is my son. I'm, I'm He's going to do his best. Because I, I really like Carr. I love, really like Renfro as far as from a personal relationship with both of those guys. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I, also, I, I also got Derwin James, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Mike Williams, I will, my guy. I will say this. I am excited to see what Hunter Renfro can do this year as the number two wide receiver. All the I think gonna he's going to have even a better season. I think he's going to be great. And all the detention is going to be on Devontae. And everybody in the middle is going to be focused on Darren Waller. And all of a sudden, Hunter Renfro, all I picture every – I don't know about you, Scott. When I picture Hunter Renfro, I just picture that pick play in the uh, national championship game. <laughs> That's what he does better than anybody. Find space in the defense, get some separation, and he comes up with clutch catches. Uh, by the way, who you got winning that game? Um, I'm going to take the Chargers for sure. Um, I think it's going to be close. Um, uh, again, I think at three and a half, I like the Raiders to cover because I think the Raiders – with all they went through last year, they were criminally underrated for how mentally strong that team is. Um, I hate Alex Leatherwood, and I think that uh, Joey Bosa might go crazy because um, uh, he. This is as far tackle. as we are apart. I'm telling you, Chargers by ten. Khalil, Mack. I think Chargers win this by three. I, I think twenty-seven. Bosa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I I'm like watch the Raiders. This, a this couple game is going to be fun. I like the Raiders mid-season. 
I, I don't like them while they're trying to figure it out while the Chargers are like, hey, we just plug and play. Because um, I'm really they, high on, on Justin Herbert. I, I think he's going to be fantastic. I think they play this game again week, I think it's 12 or 13. That game will be very interesting in Las Vegas. Let's move on to the guy that's won back-to-back MVPs, Aaron Rodgers, minus one and a half uh, against the Vikings. Yeah. Um, first of all, uh, fantasy draft. I have taken Alan Lazard in both of my fantasy drafts in the ninth or tenth round. I do not I love, know how he lasts that long. I, I don't it. get it. He's the only wide receiver they have. Well, um, because we're in leagues where people are like, does Herschel Rocker still play? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Right. <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm taking Joe Namath to lead the New York Jets. Okay, man. Um, y- y- we talked about this division. I'm big on these Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I still think, until it's proven to me otherwise, it is the Packers to lose because Aaron Rodgers is just that guy. Um, and that defense is very solid. But, man, you look at the weapons that Kirk Cousins has. Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. It's a good, good offensive team. Defensively, there are some question marks. Still don't know who's playing corner out there. But when you're playing against a bunch of nobody wide receivers, I don't care as much. I like the Vikings to win this game. I like the Vikings to make a statement. I got them winning this game by double digits. I think it's a win. You talked about how big, you know, on our podcast before. Uh, You can go out and watch those episodes uh, out on YouTube or wherever. And you can also listen to it, which most people do on anywhere you listen to podcasts. But we talk about they play the Vikings at the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. And those two games are so important because it might come down to who wins the division there in the NFC North. I I got the Packers, by the way. I think they win by a field goal. I'm still giving Aaron Rodgers, like, plus three by himself. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised to see the Vikings also win this by a field goal. But for some reason, I'm going to rock with Aaron Rodgers in this opening game. I, I mean, I got the I got the Vikings 31-20. He hasn't thrown a – I'll just put out this. I'll just put this out there. Aaron Rodgers – 13 touchdowns, zero picks in his last four meetings with the Vikings. Now, I know he had some different receivers at the time. Yeah. But uh, real, real receivers? Devontae yeah. Adams? <laughs> I'm still, I mean, talk about someone that we don't talk enough about. I think Aaron Jones is fantastic. I think Aaron, uh, AJ Dillon is also fantastic. That's a <laughs> good Dillon. running back room. But uh, he's got gonna two on, tree trucks for legs. Yeah. But he's going to be counting on Alan Lazard and 35. Four-year-old Randall Cobb at this point? Ew. No, thank you. Pass. Oh, Sammy Watkins, too. Don't forget Sammy. Sammy uh, could have a little bit of a resurgence. Um, I thought he had a a, a tiny little uptick even playing for the Chiefs. So, um, we'll see how many targets that old Sammy Watkins gets. Buccaneers and Cowboys. Sunday um, night. You know, here in Dallas – you know, they're talking about maybe Dak not being at full strength for this one. I'm not sure Brady's at full strength uh, for this one. They got the Cowboys plus two and a half. What are you thinking in this one? Yeah, this is interesting because the money is split almost evenly. Uh, like the, the Bucks are getting 58% of the bets, 56% of the money. It is a, uh, a two and a half home dog is interesting for the Cowboys. This is the game. If you want to put question marks anywhere, this this game is an entirety of question marks. What are we going to get from Tom Brady? What are we going to get from Dak Prescott? Is Zeke Elliott still good? I have no idea. <laughs> Does, yeah. Does he exist at this point? Yeah. Is he still a running back? Not sure. Tony Pollard is good. Um, new wide receiving room, kind of, for the Cowboys. No more Amari Cooper. It's CeeDee Lamb leading that wide receiving room, which he certainly can. 
Yeah, he can. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, on the flip side, obviously you got Mike Williams. You got Chris Godwin on the franchise tag. Um, and the X Factor, uh, Julio Jones, coming in and playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Who I probably think... won't walk off the field mid-game. I just want to put that out there. Doesn't surprise, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, also, you talk about question marks at running back. Also, Leonard Fournette. He was good last year, but he's another year older, another year of uh, being sort of beat down. Uh, it be interesting to see. I like the Bucs to win this game. I'm just not betting against Brady. Um, and if there's one thing I've learned in life, it's always bet against the Cowboys because they're going to let me down the second I think they're going to win a game. Um, give me the Bucks at this one. Um, I think they win this game by a touchdown. I got the Bucks twenty to seventeen over the boys. Um, I, I'm still unsure that that Prescott's going to be even effective in this game, and we know the running game for the Cowboys is, is hit or miss. Mm, Final game uh, we got for you. Broncos at Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson, the fighting Russell Wilsons, blow out the Seahawks. I'm talking about I can't get I can't get too college crazy here. I think they win by twenty one. Seventeen to twenty one points. I don't know how you could open up with a worse Monday night football game. Like legit. <laughs> I hate this game. I, I hate this game. I don't want to watch Drew Locke. I don't want to watch Drew Locke and the Seahawks. I, I hate them. Well, I don't um, think you're going to watch Drew Locke, right? Oh, Geno Smith? Uh, I don't – the, the fan sitting in section 114, row 7C3, <laughs> I don't care. I hate that team. I hate the Seahawks. And, again, I will continue to die on the hill, and I think it is true ever since the Super Bowl. I think it's true ever since he left USC. Pete Carroll is the most overrated coach in the history of the NFL. I don't know how he still has a job. I think he's a bad play caller. He's a good recruiter in college, but I think he is awful. Hey, Marshawn Lynch, how do you think about Pete Carroll? Give me the Broncos by a billion in this game. Even though I don't love this Broncos team, I know everybody's – don't forget, Russell Wilson's had back-to-back very eh years. Last year was not good. But he was running for his life. And that wide receiving room, Cortland Sutton is streaky. Jerry Judy – has been hurt. I don't know what to make of them. Javante Williams was decent last year. Melvin Gordon was decent. Can they do it again? But just give me the Broncos. Like this Monday night football game, I will watch for four minutes, and then when it's already twenty-one nothing, I'm going to turn it off. Yeah, I just want to see what Russell Wilson does against his former team. I mean, that's really the only story here. Um, I don't think it's close. Give me uh, Broncos. Oh man. 27 to 7. Oh, that's generous. I got the Broncos 41 to 7. I think this game is disgustingly <laughs> bad. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Um, who do you got in the big game at the end of the year? Uh, who doesn't love making Super Bowl predictions in week one? It's always fun and makes you look <laughs> smart. Um, AFC, I'm going to stick with the team that I've been high on. I think this is, this is a, a continued year where – uh, magic by teams that uh, are, are improving a lot through the draft. I like the Washington Chargers. I think the Chargers have the best defense in the AFC. I think their their offense is stellar. On paper, this team is really good, and they're going to be battle-tested. I like the Chargers out of the AFC. Out of the NFC, ugh. I don't like any of the <laughs> NFC teams. Um, so I'm going to ride with tried and true. I think that the uh, the Los Angeles Rams get back there. I think we have an all-LA wow. I think it's what the NFL wants to just prop up L.A. and give them the market. Um, the game's going to be in Arizona, so everybody will travel out for it. 
I like the Chargers and the Rams, and give me the Los Angeles Chargers to win the Super Bowl this year, 24-21. So an all-LA Super Bowl is what you're calling for. That's what I'm going with right now until it's proven wrong when Justin Herbert tears his ACL in week one, and then I'm out. (laughs) I don't hate it, man. I don't have an answer for you. I'm the one that likes to ask. Um. I would love to see the Bills – and the NFC is just the, – that's the problem, right? I mean, it's an odd year. It's, a, it's an opposite year. So it could be Brady year again. Brady goes to the Super Bowl every other year. So this could be a Brady year. I just don't know what to make of Brady. The, the NFC is weird. I, I don't love any team. Uh, no, because you're looking at the East and you're like, Ugh. you look at the South and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> the North. Yeah. Yeah. The West. Uh, yeah. Uh, Can we um, realign? Can we do some conference realignment? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little. Let's see here. I'm gonna go Bills Cowboys. Okay. It's crazy as that sounds, just because I don't know who to pick in the NFC. Who do you got for the MVP? Uh. So okay. So I'm gonna give you two. Um. I'm gonna give you the one. If this team makes the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers deserves MVP again. With the lack of weapons he has, he's a god at that point. I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but MVP, um, I'm going to stick with the, the pattern of who I go with the Super Bowl. If the Los Angeles Chargers do what they do, it's it's Justin Herbert. And I think this is the year that Justin Herbert solidifies himself as as a, um absolute star. And uh, I think he's in, in line for an MVP year. I like Herbert or Allen to have a chance sure. to be the MVP this year. Who's getting the number one pick? <laughs> That's my final question to you. Who's going to be the worst team in the NFL? Um, I am going to go with – let's see. Can I get canceled on this podcast? It's the Houston, Texas, man. What are we doing thinking no. over there? No. I, I no? am going with – because here's the thing. The Houston Texans are bad. Don't get me wrong. They are bad. But they get to play the Jaguars twice. They play the Jaguars twice a year, and you never know what happens (laughs) in that one. And the Titans, I don't think, are very good either. I'm going with the Chicago Bears. I think the Bears get the number one thing. The Bears are are putrid. To me, it's between two teams. It's the Chicago Bears and it's the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Falcons are equally putrid. Okay, well, uncalled for. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I think both of them play tough divisions. Both of them play tough schedules. Um I, I legit, it's to me between the Bears and the Falcons because that Falcons team is is very very bad. Um, In all seriousness, but, I've got. I, I think the Falcons are a high chance with the Jets maybe in the second highest. I I could see if 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 injuries start to capture these Jets, I think things can get really bad for them. I, I do too. And, and here's the thing with the yeah the Jets, it's all about health. The Falcon, the the X factor of the Falcons getting out of that number one pick is how long do they ride with Marcus Mariota? What does he bring to the team? Do you play Desmond Ritter at some point and um, have him get some reps? And it, can he be better? I just I, those those teams are bad, but this Bears team is just I don't I don't I don't like any part of them. They got to play Aaron Rodgers twice. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. They got to play the Vikings twice. The Vikings are very good, and I think the Lions are going to be better. And that's they could have five in division losses, and then you go to. Outside of the division, I don't know how many games the Bears are going to be favored in, but one of those two teams. I should have my buddy Mauricio Drew jump on. He's with the Rams uh, radio broadcast. But just 
to uh, kind of wrap things up, Nick's got the Rams tonight. I got the Bills. I think it's going to be a great kickoff. I think it's going to be a great season. I think there's a lot of parity. Uh, and when it comes down to it, you're hoping some of these young stars kind of come up. But we are in like a rare time for just unbelievable young quarterbacks. It, it is as good as I think we've ever seen. Um, I just – it's crazy. It is uh, – you look at Super Bowl predictions, Scott, I think there are five or six teams in the AFC you could make an argument for because they're that good. I think there are five or six teams you can make an argument for in the NFC because the NFC is that bad. It's polar opposite <laughs> conferences. It's just good to have football back, man. Full college slate, full football slate. I'm going to be parked on my couch the entire weekend just watching football. It is the best time of year. We've got to find a time to get some college football spaces going on because you know that's where both of our hearts are. Um, Maybe we got to do those like – like, like, I don't know. Like, we're going to have to do one to, like, finish out the week and, like, do a recap because we're going to have a bunch of recap stuff. But, like, I don't know. Maybe we do Fridays and talk college football right before Saturday night. Who do the Buckeyes got this weekend? They've got a great team uh, coached by former Tennessee coach Butch Jones, the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Uh, should be fun. Um, no Jackson Smith and Jigba this week. He, he has a low-grade hamstring strain. Um, but obviously this weekend, Scott, is all about uh, Alabama-Texas. Can Joe Dirt do anything against Alabama? The answer is no. No, the answer that game is by no. Thousand. <laughs> and Clemson plays my ex-wife's uh, alma mater, Furman, so I hope they win by uh, 70. You know Dabo loves beating up on Furman. Uh, it's an in-state school. But he doesn't. He, like, I mean, <laughs> for him to put up 40 points against any team, man, he, you know, uh, anyway. It's been always good to talk to you, Nick. Uh, if, if for those that are uh, hanging out with us or those that are most likely listening to the podcast, uh, go out and follow us out on Twitter, Nick Mazesco, Scott Cole. Uh, and we'd love to have you come hang out with us and interact with us. It's going to be a great football season. More importantly, everybody be safe and have fun out there. What's your final thoughts, Nick? Uh, enjoy this weekend. Uh, I, I There's only one of these weekends, opening weekend in the NFL. Um this is as good as it gets. Uh, make sure you make yourself some good food. Uh, get with some good people and just enjoy all the action because this is, as a sports fan, uh, there's no better time than right now. No, I, I don't know. Yeah, this is this is about as good as it gets. If we can get some colder temperatures out there in the world, uh, I think everybody would appreciate that uh, and make it feel a little bit more like football, a little less stressful. Um and all that well appreciate it we'll be back next week talking more football uh if you want to listen to this this is a recorded spaces this is on our podcast make sure you follow us make sure you subscribe do all that fun stuff that we don't care about but we appreciate you every step of the way we'll see you next week nick cheers brother have a good one yeah you as well